We take for granted all the things we have. But what about the things we don't have? Salutations, Snowdrift County. This is your community news. Just hours ago, strange noises have started coming from the pine forest just to the west of Winston. The residents of Shady Pines Home for the Elderly and the guards of Winston Correctional Facility have reported the sounds, describing them as a strange, human-like howling. Many of us remember this kind of sound from five years ago, during the great culling of the Wendigos. Currently, Sheriff Walters and Deputy Sheriff Marshall are out in Winston investigating the noises. They are currently interrogating everyone that has reported the sound, and we will have more on this story as it progresses. Our first order of news, though. The investigation into the break-in at the Bromdale Public Library has finally gained some traction. In the latest interrogation of Annie Germain, Sheriff Walters was able to find out that a document was taken from the Forbidden History section of the library. While Annie did not keep the document, she did reveal its current location. This morning, Sheriff Walters went to the location that Annie said the document was hidden and found it. The document is now locked in a triple bolted safe at the Sheriff's Tower in Bromdale. The Sheriff herself is still waiting for permission from the County Senate to read the document and learn what Annie has. Joe did tell me that she got the name of the file before locking it up just so happened to glean at the label on the aged manila folder. It was census records, from the year 1932. The sheriff has no idea why Annie would take these records, but she does know when she took them, and where she got them from. We all know the only time and place she could have gotten her hands on this folder. Speaking of investigations, I held one of my own recently. Our missing neighbors still continue to return from the southern peaks. They still continue to speak their blasphemous ideas. Calling themselves the Tanned, they tempt those that they come into contact with to join them beyond the southern peaks, to become acquainted with their goddess, and, as they put it, to bask in the warm sunlight she provides. Since his return, Matthew Sheldon has been holding weekly sermons, praising the goddess of the peaceful meadow. During these sermons, the winds of light seem to surround him and darken the skin of all that listen. After the sermon, those that have been affected by the winds join Matthew beyond the southern peaks. When they come back, they are initiated as one of the tanned and declare themselves a member of what they now call the Congregation of the Peaceful Meadow. The County Senate has said nothing of these blasphemers against the Church of Sathagwa, and they have ordered the silence of the Bromdale and Preston mayors. With this silence enforced on the two leaders of our community, I felt the need to investigate this group myself. I went to Matthew's last sermon, making sure to wear my best windproof clothing, covering myself from head to toe having no exposed skin that could be affected by the wind. It did make it hard to hear, and it did get some attention from the other citizens in attendance, but I stayed anyway. From what I gathered,
The goddess they seem to worship is one that brings warmth and blinding light, one that allows the ground to sprout leaves and for water to flow freely. The glowing wisps of air whipped around us as his speech got more intense. After the sermon, Matthew led those in attendance south. Everyone that got hit by the wind followed him, a blank stare in their eyes. Thankfully, the precautions I took actually worked, and I was not compelled to follow. I just rushed back home before anyone noticed I was fine. It was quite the terrifying experience, citizens. Personally, I found Matthew's whole speech deeply disturbing. Water shouldn't flow unless it's from a faucet or deep underground. And a warm, blinding light sounds nuclear to me. I think I'll pass. Folks, Sheriff Walters has sent me an update on what's going down in Winston. After interrogations, Sheriff Walters and Deputy Sheriff Marshall came to the conclusion that the sound coming from the pine forest were Wendigos. Deputy Sheriff Marshall led Sheriff Walters and a small militia of guards from Winston Correctional to where he spotted one of the terrifying creatures just months ago. As they approached the edge of the woods, the howling got more intense. Soon, they found themselves face to face with the large, void black figure, sharp antlers growing from its head and hollow white eyes seeming to pierce into their souls. This creature was indeed what they feared, a wendigo. The monster smelled of burnt flesh. The deputy sheriff confirmed this was the same one he saw on that day. It still showed the damage he left on it when he narrowly escaped his encounter with it. The wendigo let out an ear-piercing howl and the small militia soon found themselves surrounded by a multitude of the terrifying things, each of them with skin blacker than night. Everyone prepared their weapons, but the numbers soon overwhelmed them. The militia had to make their escape. They ran. Not all were fortunate enough to make it back to the correctional facility, though. At least three of the guards were captured. Currently, the militia is attempting to regroup Sheriff Walters is calling out to all citizens of Snowdrift County that are brave enough to face the terrifying Wendigos to come to the correctional facility to once again call their population. Citizens, oh how I wish I could join the calling of the Wendigos. I had such a blast during the last one five years ago. I managed to rig together the flamethrower I built back in college. I had to have killed at least 20 of the things single-handedly with it. I actually keep it behind a glass case here at the station. Unfortunately, station management rented out the portable transmitter to Daryl Livingston, and I'm contractually obligated to keep this show going. So, because of that, I can't go. I guess Mayor Livingston rented the transmitter so that he could start hosting his own show about watching the obelisk in downtown Preston. Being the mayor of Preston, he is fully within his rights to do so. I decide to give it a listen. Not really much to say about it. It's mostly him and occasionally Teresa Bruscovi watching the city with the mayor giving minute-by-minute -minute updates on the obelisk still floating in downtown Preston. It was kind of boring. He didn't even have any interesting ads. Like this one. 
Julia Nasher sent a personal ad about her new book coming out. It's titled A River in the Ice and is a 400-page novel about a woman who loses everything and takes her sled into the thick snowfall that surrounds her home to try and start a new life. In the snow, she finds another who has done the same thing years before. This person teaches her how to survive, scout the land, as well as the secrets of traveling the higher dimensions with ancient ice magics. Julia sent a copy to the station for me to read before airing the ad so I can review it. I have to say, I couldn't put it down. Mostly because it kept floating above my coffee table when I tried to, and it would not rest on the surface until I finished it cover to cover. But don't get me wrong, the story was great, had one hell of a twist at the end. I just could have done without the cold breeze in my living room every time I tried to take a break. Okay, I'm gonna message Sheriff Walters and try to see what's going on with the militia. While I do that, I'll take you to the traffic. So, I got in touch with Sheriff Walters. She's still typing her response for the air, but she did tell me that she's setting up her phone so that I could watch the battle through it. While we wait for a proper press release, I have some news about the dogs. The Wild Dog Pack still continues to avoid the towns of Winston and Blairsville in their constant circling path. Main Street in Brondale has been closed since they have changed their path, which now cuts right through the central city. Sheriff Walters has been working at widening the road in order to give the dogs their own path and still allow traffic to flow on the primary road across the city. There has been issues with the workers, though. Most of the construction workers in Brondale have been exposed to the winds of light since they first started appearing and many were taken into the congregation of the peaceful meadow. The dogs, being agents of Sathagwa, have not taken kindly to these blasphemous members of our community and have begun to attack them. On top of that, the workers have been disappearing for long periods of time, shortly after Matthew's sermons at the base of the Southern Peaks. This is causing quite a few delays in the project. Anyone that has roadworking experience and is loyal to Sathagwa and this county, may apply to work on the road widening. There is quite a pay hike since the project is urgently in need of completion. If that is incentive to anyone, please apply quickly. Okay, I received an official statement from Sheriff Walters. It says, Citizens have started coming over from all over Snowdrift County to join the militia at Winston Correctional Facility. Volunteers coming in from Blairsville seem to be the only ones properly prepared to fight against the Windigos, though, being armed with flamethrowers like I was five years ago. Everyone else brought conventional guns, or in the case of the Prestonian volunteers, plasma rifles. Those aren't gonna do too much damage against the creatures, though. Maybe stun them for a bit. Only full incineration seems to ever work in killing them. 
Sheriff Walters got the video feed up and ready for me on her phone, so I can give an actual account based on what I can see through her phone's camera. It looks like quite a few people have come to join the militia. From what I can see though, in spite of how many people have already come to join the fight, the number of the Wendigos could still very easily overwhelm the militia. There just don't seem to be enough people prepared to take on the terrifying creatures. According to Sheriff Deputy Marshall, we have never seen such a growth of the Wendigo population. We still find it hard to believe that they managed to breed so much since the Great Calling five years ago. The howling still continues to echo throughout Winston from the Pine Forest. In order to ensure the numbers needed to call the population once again, the county senate has also hosted a draft to mandate random citizens to become members of the militia. Thankfully, they placed more slips for the members of the congregation rather than your average law-abiding citizens. It is best to use the most expendable members of the community to go into this battle. And here they come now, the draftees. A rather large group of people, most of them with blotches of skin a few shades redder than their original appearance. They now rise over the horizon, joining the militia they are mandated to join, and waving their battle-ready weapons. With the militia having now grown in numbers, it is time once again to march towards the woods and face the Wendigos. The militia now walks towards the pine forest, where the howling still continues. Everyone prepares their weapons as the Wendigos exit the dense forest. Led by the one that Deputy Marshall faced, the creatures charge at the group. The Blairsville volunteers respond with a single blast from their flamethrowers. The battle to call the monster's population begins. There is so much going on in the battle. It is hard to describe. But while I watch, I have a notice from Jane Golding, head of the divination department at Blairsville Academy. It is time once again for our horoscopes. Aries, take time to reflect on all the things you have missed in life. Is there anything that seems to stand out to you? It is never too late to do that thing you've always wanted to do. Taurus, charge headlong into all your troubles. Those that are too weak will run. Those that stand to challenge you are your only worthy adversaries. Do not back down. They may get a concussion, but you will persevere. Gemini, in the mirror is not your reflection, but your double. Everyone's double is in there. The world on the other side is just ours reversed. Your double will fail to show one day. They have crossed over. You must do the same and take their place. Cancer. Good things come to those who wait, but you're not the type to wait. Take life by the horns. Fight for what you believe in. Only then can you get what you want. Leo, your friends are plotting against you. Be weary if they invite you to something. Virgo, someone close to you is feeling lost. You are lost with them. Just how did you get in these woods? 
Do you even remember walking there? Don't worry. Help is on the way. Libra. A change is greatly needed in your life. Try doing something that you would not consider normally doing. Like phasing. Try it right now. Just try to go through the wall closest to you and see if you come out the other side. Scorpio, watch out. The danger is all around you. You cannot see it, but it is still there. Avoid going anywhere indoors that you might be alone in. Sagittarius, raise yourself to above the clouds. We don't know what's up there. Be the first to find out. Don't fear. The ground will catch you if you fall. Capricorn, you should host a party. Send out an invite to everyone you know. Just make sure it's a theme party. Otherwise, people won't come. No one likes a generic party. Aquarius, a stranger is just a friend you haven't met yet. You should try and talk to at least three strangers a day. You might find someone to replace that person you lost long ago. And finally, Pisces. The universe is a cold, calculating thing. It cares not what the future holds for you, nor your plans in life. A message from beyond the clouds is not in store for you. Just make it up as you go along. Alright citizens, telling from the video feed, the final volley of flame was let loose. All is quiet in Winston now. The battle is over. The Wendigo population was called once again. We're not sure if any of them escaped during the chaos of the battle. I think I saw a couple of them run into the woods. But for now, this is a victory. The greatest help was the Blairsville volunteers with their flamethrowers, whose immense literal firepower scorched the pitch-dark skin of the monsters and melted the snow that laid on the black dirt around them. In the end, everyone used their more conventional weapons to just make sure that none of the things got close to the Blairsville citizens. The Blairsville volunteers did accidentally light the edge of the woods on fire during the battle, but the snowfall intensified and put out the fire shortly before the blaze could get out of control. With all safe in Winston, and the calling of the Wendigos concluded. Snowdrift County can once again return to its average daily life. At least as average as we can have it with a blasphemous sect in our population. A strange black obelisk staring at us from above the Preston Mountains. And wild dogs charging their way through our central city. I hope you are all safe out in Winston and throughout all of our fair mountain community. Good night, Snowdrift County, and stay warm. Salutation Snowdrift is a Broken Unicorn Studios production, written and performed by Nicholas Gold. All music was provided by Kevin McLeod. Check out his stuff at incompetech.com. Want to keep up with what we're doing? Feel free to subscribe and follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Have any questions or comments? Want to help us out with the show? Send us an email at brokenunicornstudios at gmail.com. 
and thank you for listening.